Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at Meta.com slash Metaverse Impact. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Good morning, the big show is on the radio. Let's get in your news. Where are sports? <laughs> Friends, this is your good friend, Oral Rogers, bringing you the big show right here on this morning radio program. Asking you if you're having some problems, put your hands upon the radio and come on. Thursday, April the 7th, you got John Boy and Billy. I see Tater. Good morning. Randy. What's up? Jackie and Andy behind the glass. <laughs> I'm bringing it back, baby. <laughs> All right. It's National Beer Day. Or as we call it, good morning. <laughs> we'll celebrate later. Yeah. Today is National No Housework Day. Well, you're going to be pretty drunk, I would think, so maybe take take that off. Today is National Burrito Day. And today is National Alcohol Screening Day. For those of you who overdo the rest of the day. (laughs) (laughs) What's that? Beer Day and Alcohol Screening Day. The same one. Maybe it's a trap. Maybe it's a setup. <laughs> no, it's, it's like the casinos and everything, and now it's legal to gamble on all these sports deals. You know, they tell you all the ways you can gamble, gamble, and then, but if you need help, but if you got a problem, you got to put that right. number on, the, on it, too, so you can call. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> all right, you're not going to let it go, are you? I'm bringing it back. <laughs> All right, then. Well, good. That'll do for now. We got three dates in history saved up. We'll get a first prize back out, and hopefully somebody's going to win them outburst. In minutes, big shows on the radio. 
Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. First prize pack we play for today, a Mount Olive Pickles prize pack. Includes Mount Olive hat, t-shirt, and stainless tumbler. Calling all pickle lovers. It's the North Carolina Pickle Festival, April 22nd, 23rd. Beautiful Mount Olive, North Carolina. Making great products since 1926 at the corner of Cucumber and Vine. You can go to thebigshow.com. Click on the Mount Olive Pickles banner for all more info. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent save. Thank you. Got three dates in history where we'll get our categories. 1902 on April 7th, the Texas Fuel Company was founded just outside Beaumont, Texas. Later, it became known as Texaco and is now owned by Shell. So they're still calling them Texaco? Yeah, they're two different brands. Also, still say them. All right. 1956, Columbia Records announced that from this point on, all pop singles will be released solely on 45s and that 78s will be reserved for the, quote, hillbilly market only. Oh. (laughs) I did. (laughs) Uh, finally, on this date in 02, police in Moss, Norway, captured an assault suspect trying to escape naked on a single roller skate. So apparently National Beer Day is really International <laughs> Beer Day. <laughs> well, the man had allegedly attacked a woman who was delivering his newspaper, and the woman said the man was angry because of the number of advertising flyers that came with his paper. So he hit her over the head repeatedly with the paper. Nice. And though not hurt seriously, she said it was a little scary. I have a question. Yes, yes, Marcy. So he had time to get a roller skate on, Mm -hmm. but no time to put some pants on. Maybe he took them off. You can escape without pants, but you can't escape without a roller skate. Maybe that was it. I don't know. Yeah, of course, this is Norway, you know. Mm -hmm. We have uh, made a big show trip to Norway during the Things are Hedleyheimer Olympics. That's right. Best trip, ice. Best, best trip ever <laughs> until John Boy ruined it. Oh. <laughs> uh, I can't remember how I ruined that trip. I, oh, I, oh, I think that if we went to the Olympic event during the Olympics oh, yeah, yeah. for about five minutes, and then you decided, I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> well, I had to get back. And you didn't know where you were going. Yeah. That's the trip where we walked down the icy hill, all three of us in cowboy boots. Yeah, we were not dressed for the winter. And took so. turns falling. Yeah, could have been a block good oh, yeah. footwear. Could have been a roller skate. I'm just and, saying. And right. I tried to call a cab on a payphone <laughs> that had no buttons <laughs> and no. It's like a box, and all you do is yell at it. There's not even a receiver. I don't know how they work. Uh, between that and, and no crushed ice, we had to make mm. our own ice. And that was also the night that Johnny was like, we're trying to get back to the Storgata, I think it was called, which is basically means the big street. And Johnny was just going, the big street, stupid, take us to the big street. And this, this is the point where we finally did get a cab. Right. And the cab driver pretended, honest to God, mm. pretended he didn't understand English. Right. And we could tell he was pretending because he would laugh at things we said. But uh, yeah. The and same thing happened to us Speed Weeks in Daytona several times. <laughs> And there's only so many reindeer burgers you can eat. And I remember mm. was looking for something American, so I had had you to make us some Elvis peanut butter and banana sandwiches. Yeah, that's they how we good. made up. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is the only place I've ever had a peanut butter and banana sandwiches, Norway. <laughs> yeah, that's so, so weird. Listen, 
All right, well, anyway, so anyway, back to, we were talking about Norway, Dale, yeah, the naked roller skate guy, Columbia Records, and Texas Fuel Company. All right, 1-800-BIG-SHOW, she told Freeline, we're about ready to play Outburst. We'll do it next. Finished complaining about our Winter Olympic trip. <laughs> and I ain't all sunglasses and limos, is it? Uh-uh. No. <laughs> no. Oh, y'all. Hey, check out a video today brought to you by Charlotte Motor Speedway. The Coca-Cola 600 Sunday, May 29th. Do we have stories about how I ruined that for you over the oh, years? easy. Uh, can we pet the warthog? <laughs> Find out at thebigshow.com. And right now, let's get the winning beginning. Outburst, let's play Outburst, it's the game that anyone can win. John Boy and Billy give you prizes from the big prize bin. Let's go meet contestant number one, this should really be a lot of fun. When you're playing Outburst, have a hurry up and guess time. You'll have the best time, you'll have a big show time. Say hey to James. From Princeton, West Virginia. We'll have a big show time. Oh. Good morning, James. Oh, morning. Hey, buddy, welcome. Glad you made it through here. Buddy, we pulling for you. Get you this Mount Olive Pickles prize pack. You ready to go? Yeah. <laughs> All right, then. In five seconds. We need three gas stations or companies. Ready, go. Uh, Shell, Exxon, BP. Mm. Yep. Uh, James, now three ways you can listen to music. Ready, go. CD, cassette, MP3. <laughs> All right. And four to win, three things that are delivered. Ready, go. Uh, mail, uh, newspaper, and flowers. And there is James winning. Uh, James, good work, buddy. You hang on. Jackie will hook you up. All right, I'm a first-time caller. All right, look at you making the most of it. Yeah. <laughs> Bottom of the hour, top of your news. Right on the other side, our time capsule. Thursday morning, early morning riser. This is the award-winning John Boy and Billy Big Show. The South's number one export. (laughs) 
Hey, America. Tank Hogarth here. Got a minute? I've had a lot of stuff noodling in my noggin lately. The windmills of my mind have been spinning like a damp pinky in a dry nostril. I've got to download some of this info or my skull's gonna pop like a full tick. Your job? Sit there, shut your yapper, and listen while I hobla and try to comprende. Trust me. I'm a whole lot more interesting than you are, and even if I'm not, what the hell are you going to do about it? <laughs> I was sitting at the drive-thru over at the choking puke, and what pulls up behind me but one of those little smart cars. You know the ones? They look like your kid's lunchbox with a worse paint job. Slightly smaller than the biggest thing that ever fell out of your butt. <laughs> and looky there behind the wheel. A loser. <laughs> I don't know, maybe I'm a little on the dim side Maybe I'm intellectually slow Maybe, just maybe, I'm right below Mississippi on the IQ scale But this much I do know Just how smart is it driving a car that would lose in a head-on collision with a June bug? <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell cares what kind of gas mileage it gets When the last trip you take is going to be to the hospital When your car is blown off the road by a gentle breeze and how are you saving money when you gotta go to the store 12 times to buy a dozen eggs? What the hell has happened to our cars, America? American cars used to be iconic. They were made of more 100% USDA Detroit steel than Betty White's hips. They guzzled down the high test like Joe Namath at the hotel minibar. And you could swipe a phone pole at 85 miles an hour and buff it out with a damp cloth. Now they're made of plastic, run on fermented corn, and if you fart, the doors fly off. <laughs> American cars used to be chick magnets with badass names like Cougar and Thunderbird. Now you gotta get that Cougar drunk on Thunderbird to get her in that artsy fartsy save the planet gay mobile you're driving. <laughs> Nowadays, the parking lot at Curves is chock-a-block with sissy little gems like Prius, Cube, Solstice, Yaris, and Mini Cooper. <laughs> I don't know, maybe I'm old-fashioned, maybe I'm behind the times, maybe just maybe this tinfoil hat I'm wearing is keeping all the new ideas out of my cabeza. <laughs> but let me hip you hayseeds to the cold hard truth. Just like our kids, our movies, our food, our whole damn way of life. The auto world has been diluted to a pansified, politically correct four-cylinder puke fest. And the final indignation, the ultimate kick in the cojones, the pitiful stake in the heart of the last bastion of Top Gear testosterone, the electric car. God help us. Like any other real American male, there's no substitute for going to the pump, taking that long, hard, shiny nozzle, and burying it deep in your baby's tank, giving her a steady stream of high-octane love that'll keep her purring like Kim Kardashian at the BET Awards. <laughs> now America's new crop of half-men sip their latte, pinky extended, while they plug their Tesla into charge so they can reach a top speed of 45 heart-pounding miles an hour for 10 whole miles. Good for you, princess. I'll remember to leave the seat down for you. All you formerly manly car companies need to take those peppermint panties off your candy ass and start making real cars again. 
Stop marketing cars to guys who use the women's room. Make American cars great again. Make cars with names like, oh, I don't know, Testosterosa. <laughs> the all-new Ultra Viking. Infernus Maximus. And my personal favorite, Gorilla Balls. <laughs> cars we can drive proudly and feel confident when we pull up to that girl on the corner, you know the one, that bleached blonde with the tear in her fishnets, a bad case of mattress head, and a pierced front tooth. Smoking a cigar and humming Freebird. And don't worry, she'll get in the car. <laughs> oh dear, look at the time. Seems like I've gone on long again. Tough crap and you're welcome. <laughs> Until next time, this is Tank Hogarth. Stop sucking, America. John Boy and Billy. Better slow that car down, you crazy? This is a neighborhood. This ain't no residential district. Morning radio done right. Good morning, it's a big show on the radio, Thursday morning, April the 7th. Well, we got lots of professional athletes on the big show, but I believe this is the first time we've had a bicycle race winner. In fact, he just set an amazing new world record at the Tour of Flanders race in Belgium. Please welcome to the big show, Wilford B. Winderhalter from Moline, Illinois. Thanks, John Boy. It's a uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Well, uh, don't take this the wrong way, but you're a lot older than I expected. You know, it seems like bike racing is a young man's game. Well, you know, as they say, John Boy, you're as young as you feel. And in spite of my bursitis, arthritic knees, and a, a humdinger of a hammer toe, I still crossed the finish line in record time. In fact, I beat the old record by a substantial margin. So, I'm not familiar with the Tour of Flanders race. How long is it? It's just a skosh under 164 miles. And what was the old time? Uh, the previous time was right around six hours. Wow, and you beat that. I did indeed. I set a world record of three hours and ten minutes. Man, are you serious? That's amazing. How is that even possible? Well, you know, I can't take all the credit. I have a... I have a really cool bike. Must be some bike. What uh, what what kind is it? Harley Davidson. Uh, no. So Harley <laughs> Davidson makes bicycles? Uh no. So you want a bicycle race on a motorcycle? Well, yes, but he identifies as a bicycle. <laughs> oh, no. You know what? Who am I to argue with him? He had a very tough childhood. He grew up as a gang bike. I rescued him and this whole thing was his decision. So they let you get away with that? Oh, they put up quite a squawk. But I started calling them motorcists. <laughs> I got my lawyer on the phone. Let's just say the trophy is on the mantle. Wow. So was this the men's race? Well, of course. Being in a woman's race would be completely unfair. I'm not some kind of monster. <laughs> and you're okay with winning like this? Well, John Boy, in case you haven't noticed, we live in a world where perception counts as much, if not more, than reality. I'll have you know, my son is a world wrestling champion with the WTW. I'm not familiar with the WTW. Oh, I'm sorry. That stands for the We Titans of Wrestling. It's a pro wrestling federation exclusively for little people. Is your son a little person? He's six foot seven and 380 pounds. But that's irrelevant. 
He identifies as an albino Moravian little person, and that's all that matters. <laughs> you should see him work. He tosses those potluckers around like ragdolls. He's undefeated, by the way. Well, I don't even know what to say. Wow is acceptable. <laughs> you know, even my dog is a world champion dog track racer. He can reach speeds of nearly 70 miles per hour. That's pretty fast, even for a greyhound. Yeah, but not if you're a cheetah who self-identifies as a greyhound. <laughs> He's also undefeated, though he almost lost last week. Really? Yeah, he caught the rabbit. Well, I, I hate to dash, but I have to take my daughter to the beach. She's going to give birth any day now. You're going to the beach for that? I have to. She identifies as a sea turtle. <laughs> Thanks again. So long, everybody. Good morning to Big Show's on the radio. Well, well, well. You've obviously got nothing better to do, or maybe you're just not smart enough to change the dials. <laughs> Whatever the reason, you're listening to John Boy and Billy on the Big Show. Aren't they wonderful? <laughs> It's a big show on the radio Thursday, April the 7th. is National Beer Day. And we're kicking off the celebration in minutes. Well, folks, we'll be back in a minute with more excitement right after this word. This much longer, I gotta have a beer. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Yeah, man, you know we've been celebrating prom season. Mad Max gonna weigh in here in just a sec. First, tell you about prize pack we gonna play for on John Boy Jeopardy in minutes. It's a liquid performance automotive cleaning and detailing kit in that John Boy and Billy bucket. If you go to thebigshow.com, click on the liquid performance banner, you can get 20% off. Just enter code JBB at checkout. Play for that in a second. Right now, good morning. John Boy and Billy. Yo. Hey, Mad Max here. Where is that Max? How you doing? Well, how you think? Mm-hmm. It's prom season, uh-huh. and my daughter is of dating age. Uh-oh. Now, all you men out there that's got daughters that are entering that age, feel free to use these. <laughs> and finally, I'm going to use you idiots for something other than my amusement. Oh, okay. For any future punks that might be wanting to date my daughter, I want you to listen up. These are Mad Max's 10 rules for dating my daughter. Rule one, if you pull into my driveway and honk, you'd better be delivering a package because you sure ain't picking anything up. Rule two, you do not touch my daughter in front of me. You may glance at her so long as you do not peer at anything below her neck. If you cannot keep your eyes or hands off my daughter's body, I will remove them. (laughs) Rule three. 
I am aware that it is considered fashionable for boys of your age to wear their trousers so loosely that they appear to be falling off their hips. Please don't take this as an insult. But you and all of your friends are complete idiots. Still, I want to be fair and open-minded about this issue, so I propose this compromise. You may come to the door with your underwear showing and your pants ten sizes too big, and I will not object. However, in order to ensure that your clothes do not, in fact, come off during the course of your date with my daughter, I will take my electric nail gun and fasten your trousers securely in place to your waist. Rule four. I'm sure you've been told that in today's world, sex without utilizing a barrier method of some kind can kill you. Let me elaborate. When it comes to sex, I am the barrier. I will kill you. Rule five. It is usually understood that in order for us to get to know each other, we should talk about sports, politics, and other issues of the day. Please do not do this. The only information I require from you is an indication of when you expect to have my daughter safely back at my house, and the only word I need from you on this subject is early. Are you following me? Rule six. I have no doubt you are a popular fellow with many opportunities to date other girls. This is fine with me as long as it is okay with my daughter. Otherwise, once you have gone out with my little girl, you will continue to date no one but her until she is finished with you. If you make her cry, I will make you cry. Rule seven. As you stand in my front hallway waiting for my daughter to appear and more than an hour goes by, do not sigh and fidget. If you want to be on time for the movie, you should not be dating. My daughter is putting on her makeup, a process that can take longer than painting the Golden Gate Bridge. Instead of just standing there, why don't you do something useful like changing the oil in my car? Rule number eight. The following places are not appropriate for a date with my daughter. Places where there are beds, sofas, or anything softer than a wooden stool. Places where there are no parents, policemen, or nuns with an eyesight. Places where there is darkness. Places where there is dancing, holding hands, or happiness. Places where the ambient temperature is warm enough to induce my daughter to wear shorts, tank tops, midriff t-shirts, or anything other than overalls, a sweater, and a goose down parka zipped up to her throat. Movies with a strong romantic or sexual theme are to be avoided. Movies which features documentaries are okay. Hockey games are okay. Old folks' homes are better. Rule nine, do not lie to me. I may appear to be a pot-bellied, balding, middle-aged, dim-witted has-been, but on issues relating to my daughter, I am the all-knowing, merciless God of your universe. If I ask you where you are going and with whom, you have one chance to tell me the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. I have a shotgun, a shovel, and five acres behind the house. Do not trifle with me. We're at rule number ten now. Be afraid. 
be very afraid. It takes very little for me to mistake the sound of your car in the driveway for a chopper coming in over a rice paddy near Hanoi. When my Agent Orange starts acting up, the voices in my head frequently tell me to clean the guns as I wait for you to bring my daughter home. As soon as you pull into the driveway, you should exit your car with both hands in plain sight. Speak the perimeter password and announce in a clear voice that you have brought my daughter home safely and early. Then return to your car. There is no need for you to come inside. The camouflage face at the window is mine. Alright, you little punks, did you get that? Alright. I hope all who plan to date my daughter or other daughters of any fathers that may be within earshot of the big show to heed these rules. Well, thank you. No problem, guys. Right. Figure I'd help you out. Right. Y'all shut up and quit ruining my life. John Boy and Billy. Yeah. Happy prom season. Well, thank you. Y'all have a nice day. All right, thanks for chiming in, Max. You got the whole spirit of prom season right yeah. there. Let's play John Boy Jeopardy, y'all. Review yesterday's question. Believe it or not, you're four times less likely to be killed by a shark attack as you are by having one of these common machines fall on you. A vending machine. Vending machine. Sure enough. All right. Today's John Boy Jeopardy. So much for use it or lose it. As it turns out, the more often you use one of these, the more likely it'll be stolen. What is an old Revan Goob joke? <laughs> Well, I would say you steal from them, you steal it twice. Right, right, right. <laughs> but y'all got one eight hundred Big Show. You toll free line. We play John Boy Jeopardy next. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Video today brought to you by Charlotte Motor Speedway to Coca-Cola 600, Sunday, May 29th. Can we pet the warthog? You think I'd be some stupid kid, but it looks like some guy from Australia, and he should know better. Yeah, like a man bun guy. <laughs> well, check it out at thebigshow.com. And right now, let's play. Yes, live across America, it's... And now your host, he's gotten in trouble for petting the warthog a time or two, if you know what we mean. He's John Moore. Thank you. I don't even know what that means. I say, hey to John out of Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Good morning, John. Good morning, John Boy. I'm still in the game. And how's everything on the Grand Strand? Getting heated up, ain't it? Oh, it is. We're still here. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, John, let's see what you got. So much for use it or lose it. As it turns out, the more often you use one of these, the more likely it'll be stolen. Well, let's go with your car. All right. Is it your vehicle? Southern Sir! Yeah, we look at percentages here when we get the correct answer. John, thank you for playing, buddy. You have a great day. You too. First time caller, John boy. All right, man. Will you try again now, bud? You can do it. And if I may give a shout out to yes, my sir. family, I'd appreciate it. All right. To uh, 
My wife, Dana, and my daughter, Betsy, who learned most of her trivia stuff from John Boy Jeffrey, and her <laughs> husband, Noah, and our son, Brandon, and his wife, Jennifer, and our third generations of uh, my granddaughters, Violet and Grace. Wow. I appreciate all of them. All right, buddy. Well, John, you kiss your whole family for us, all right? Sounds like it'll take a while. <laughs> it will. will. All right, John. Appreciate y'all, buddy. I appreciate you guys. Thank y'all for the laughter. All right, buddy. All right, we're going to Joe down Huntsville, Alabama. Good morning, Joe. Good morning. Good morning. Well, the more often you use one of these, more likely it'll be stolen. Mark Carr off the list. What are you thinking? I'm thinking, what is a bicycle? You're thinking a bicycle? Southern Yeah, that's what it is. That's what I guess I could afford for about anything. I mean, unless you just keep it, you know, locked up somewhere. No, nah, not necessarily. But uh, that's that's uh, that came from the uh, crime statistics from the federal government. Uh, bicycles are bi- bicycle thefts are on the rise now because they're so hard to buy. They're hard to find. Uh, uh, supplies. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Gas prices. Yeah. Well. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, y'all be careful out down you two wheelers and Joe. You got your prize pack headed your way, Grajo, buddy. Thank you, sir. Bottom of the hour, top of your news. Uh, man, we got a brand new call coming in. Just heard Mad Max. Come chime in 20 minutes. Thursday morning, Big Show's on the radio. We got a bonus top 10 list for you right now, Billy. Well, as COVID restrictions lift, more and more companies are calling their work from home people to come back to work in the office. And not all of them are happy about it. Today's Big Show top 10 list top 10 reasons work from home people don't want to go back to the office. <laughs> Number 10, most offices make you put on pants. <laughs> Most. Number nine, gassing up your car costs more than your mortgage lately. Yeah. Number eight, weird vaccine side effect. Nobody knows how to drive in rush hour traffic anymore. Number seven, even more idiots will be asking if you've played Wordle today. Number six, you're back to sharing a poorly ventilated double office with that farty guy, Dennis. <laughs> Number five, work from home Phyllis got used to playing Candy Crush with the sound on. Number four, you can't put Todd from accounting on mute when you're in the same room with him. Number three, flat screen at home, Yellowstone Marathon. Flat screen at work, Janet from HR explains the new company hand washing policy. Number two, you've been home so long you can't remember how to get to work. And the number one reason people don't want to go back to the office, your pants say juicy, but your butt says hot pockets.
Good morning. It's a big show on the radio rolling through you Thursday. All right. Max on the line. All right. Let's get him. Good morning, Big Show. John Boy and Billy. Yeah, well, Mad Max here. Hey, Max. Man, this is the quickest we ever heard from you again. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Did I bump the guy that talks about souvenir basketball? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> is it time to give away another Mike Joy bobblehead from John Boy's Supply Closet Treasure Chest? No, no, man. Well, it might be hard to tell so far, but I'm actually a little bit less mad than usual today. Oh. Now, remember last time when I told y'all about my fancy new smart oven? Well, I'm calling today with a quick follow-up review. Oh, uh, let me guess. You're having trouble with it already? Oh, just the opposite, big uh, man. What? My smart oven is even smarter than I knew when I first got it. Oh. In case you missed part one, here's the deal. The 25-year-old oven in my kitchen crapped out, and we had to get a new one. My wife started Googling the latest models, and she got all horny for this new touchscreen smart oven. It bakes. It broils. It convection cooks. It's even got a built-in air fryer. So the smart aleck next door heard me on the radio talking about it. He came over and said, show me this new hot rod oven you bought. Well, he wasn't real impressed with the smartphone app or the the food trivia on the touchscreen, <laughs> but this is a boy that works outdoors most days like I do, and when he heard my oven had the weather on it, it <laughs> rung his bell the same way it rung mine. So I'm giving him the nickel tour, showing him the current temperature and the high and low for the day, and when my finger touched the screen, a bonus feature popped up. Get this, my new smart oven has got a complete seven-day weather forecast cast on it. It's just like the one they show on TV. And unlike the TV weather guy, the oven will leave it on the screen long enough for you to actually read it. That's right. The world of modern technocracy does it again. My oven can give me the weather like my TV set. Which is crazy, because TVs have been doing the weather a lot longer than ovens. In fact, I might get a better forecast from the oven. Because the weatherman can't hear me yelling, move out of the way, you idiot. You're blocking Friday and Saturday. <laughs> but when an idiot is standing in your kitchen, mm. he'll actually move out of the way. All right. Now, if the Eyewitness Action News team is listening, y'all need to get you one of these ovens. You ain't got to install it in the newsroom. Just put it in the break room like a regular oven. And when it's weather time, Biff and Buffy can say, live from the Eyewitness Action Kitchen, here's Flash with Stormy with the weather. Now, when old Flash gets done with a seven-day rundown, he can open up the oven, pull out a tray of Hot Pockets, and feed the whole Action News Storm Chaser. How about that? Well, y'all, I know it's weird to be this excited about a new oven, but my doctor says I need to take some of the stress out of my lifestyle. He says try being happy about something every once in a while, which is fine. The doctor might not like what I end up cooking in this new oven, but we'll deal with that when my cholesterol numbers come back. And if my neighbor comes back over, we might be able to figure out how to get them off the oven. Until the That's it for today. This is Mad Max saying, wash your hands, don't touch your face, spay and neuter your pets, and try to enjoy life from time to time. John Boy, y'all have a real nice day.
It's the big show on the radio. I can't barely read this. All right, sir, I'll read it. Good morning. This is Nigel Cadbury, Master Boy's faithful gentleman's gentleman. And you're listening to Master Boy and young Sir William on the big show. It's my responsibility to make sure that Master Boy gets up and gets to work on time so when he's late, it's my fault. (laughs) So sad, I feel so used. It's a big show on the radio Thursday, April the 7th. And when John Boy's Wonderful Things continues online at thebigshow.com. Okay. We'll keep in a giveaway number 23 if you're keeping score at home. We've had some wonderful stuff in. But we're taking a break from that this week. Uh-oh. Well, Evan's got to go. This is kind of a salute to Florida. we got an appreciation plaque presented to us for promoting the 2005 Mayberry Comes to Cocoa, Florida. Uh, deal. That was a lot of fun back then. Of course, always when we get a chance to get a plaque over just being ourselves when it comes to Mayberry. Yep. Of course, you know, I am the king of Mayberry. All hail to me. Oh, hey. oh Thank you. And I received an official key to the city of Orlando, Florida, presented by the former mayor, Glenda Hood, who went on to be Secretary of State, the great state of Florida. Sarah Gunner Jeb Bush. Her name's right there on the key. I guess that's. Probably where my name should have went, but she's yeah, mayor, so right. she yeah, well. <laughs> okay. And then, yeah, I'm not gonna tell you what's up for next week, but I think we're back to wonderful because I found an old pair of my racing shoes. That's yeah. that smell. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering. Yeah, well, anyway, you can register to win at thebigshow.com. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, the easiest way for you to get in the winner's circle, it's the current events quiz. Take C, get you a big old Red Max prize pack. Tell you all about in a sec. Right now, it is time for On Track with Doug Rice. I man the man for the Performance Racing Network in his studios at Charlotte Motor Speedway as he joins us this time every Thursday morning, and we're so appreciative. Good morning, Mr. Doug Rice. Good morning, John Boy, Billy, Randy. Good to be here. Finally got finally got somebody in the, the senior section of nascar to win a race so that was good <laughs> well man i was talking about that earlier this week that we were talking about denny hamlin when's he gonna do it and said well it might be in richmond and it sure was and it wasn't without drama denny by the way is 41 years old mm-hmm. uh everybody that had won a race prior to denny winning this year had been under 30 so wow. they just leaped over all the 30 somethings <laughs> and went to one of the older guys so denny uh, his team played a beautiful uh, tire strategy late in the race, and near the end of the race, he had fresher tires, which at that particular track at Richmond makes a huge difference, and he was able to tear up through the field, passed a bunch of cars in the closing laps, and win the race, and right on his heels was 46-year-old Kevin Harvick. But this was this was a strategy race. This was being 
right place, right time, and it played out perfect for him. And it's Toyota's first win of the year. Uh, so that that was a big step, first win for Joe Gibbs Racing, and obviously for Denny Hamlin now seven races in, uh, seven different winners. I kind of like that. And, you know, Doug, we talk about these points. We've been talking about Chase Elliott has been the – uh, leading the points race with no victories and not even any stages, stage wins. So I'm looking at it now with Denny Hamlin. That one race, he's in the playoffs. So he's got it going on, and he is 20th in points. But that doesn't matter now. No, uh, it doesn't really because he will he will qualify. You know, I think you, you have to be at a certain point level. Well, he will be there, and now he's got the win. And that, that frees them up from a lot of concerns because the sooner you get that first win, mm. you get to exhale a little bit and go, okay, we're good to go. Now, say like if A.J. Allmendinger had won down at Coda a couple of weeks ago, he wouldn't be eligible for the playoffs because he's just a part-time driver. Ah. So that that wouldn't have really made that much impact. So with this, uh, seven different winners, seven different drivers, qualified for the playoffs already that's some and a chase elliott or this was like his worst race so far uh, finished 14th so he fell down to number two and i see ryan blaney is leading the points now and he has not won a race but he's three stage wins so that's three enough stage to get wins yeah. has made a big difference for ryan and uh the pattern for him i think he's won three poles this year is to qualify really well lead a lot early on in a race and then it, something goes awry, and oftentimes his pit crew has been the problem. They've mm. had a poor pit stop. They'll come in leading, and then when they roll off pit road, he's in fifth. And for race fans, they know that's that's the cheapest real estate you can buy is mm. having a good pit crew. Yeah. And when and when they stumble and you find yourself spots back, you can spend the next 100 laps trying to make that up. And looking at Ryan Chase, and then Martin Truex Jr., that old gun, is yeah. uh, in third place in the points right now. And he had a, a great run, finished fourth at Richmond. And look at, at, at just what you said there, John Boy. Uh, Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, Martin Truex Jr., one, two, and three, have not won a race this year. Yeah. So in the point standings, it's not that important to win a race. But if you want a guarantee and you're locking yourself into the playoffs, go out there and get a W. And and all of the other things that go along with it, you qualify for the all-star race and things of that nature. It, it's probably a little bit early to be talking about that, but we're 20% of the way through the season already, Man, believe it or not. That's wild. And then, like you said, I mean, you know, if you already got a win, you know you're in the playoffs, you can take more chances, maybe than you, than you would normally. I mean, look at that. Uh, we got William Byron there, Ross Chastain, Alex Bowman, all with a win they're in the top 10 of points, but no matter, they're in so they can take chances, maybe get a few more victories. But that's that's exactly what they're thinking. Now we can play to try to win. We're not having to drive defensively as much or think defensively. Mm-hmm. We can we can game plan to try to win more races. And and you know, winning does beget more points and helps you out when you get to the playoffs. So it, it changes the dynamic for a race team once they get that first W. And and let's face it, that's the measure of success in this sport is how many wins does somebody have? The first thing that you talk about in a driver's career is how many W's do they mm-hmm. have? Yeah. Everything else, top tens, top five, all of that fades into the background. It's it's all about grabbing checkered flags and trophies. That is true. All right, well, boys, uh, staying in Virginia this weekend, Martinsville. Did they learn anything from Richmond? I can apply with this next gen in Martinsville. I, I don't know that. 
I mean, the only thing that those two tracks have in common is they're both technically short tracks, right. which means they're under a mile. Uh, Martinsville, much different layout, flatter track, tighter turns, uh, nicknamed the paper clip for good reasons. <laughs> Usually the, the Joe Gibbs teams here, like they did at Richmond, I think they'll be the teams to beat because those guys love racing there. Denny Hamlin's really good at Martinsville. Kyle Busch is excellent there. Uh, so they've, they've got, I feel like, the best team going in. But it wouldn't shock me to see a William Byron or Alex Bowman or somebody maybe from the Hendricks stable go up there and win. So that that place almost always provides a good race uh-huh. simply because they're forced to race so close to each uh-huh. other, bumping and pushing. And, you know, you want to be down on the bottom of that racetrack there. So it, it usually Martinsville provides a great show. It's a Saturday night race yeah. this year. And yeah. it's only 400 laps. Which I know there's been some, you know, gnashing of teeth about that. I'm okay with it because at 500 laps, that race sometimes has been close to four hours long. Wow. And, you know, the yeah. the American attention span drifts after about four minutes. So, <laughs> let's, you know, let's let's don't push the, the limit. I'm, I'm curious to see how it turns out at 400 laps. And uh, my buddy was asking me about brakes. You know, this is the real test of Martinsville track on brakes. Did anything change with the brake package in the next-gen car? We- it's much bigger. The, pa- the brakes, and, and, and the drivers will all tell you this, are so much more efficient, and the car stops so much quicker. And what it's allowed them to do in a lot of cases is drive four or five car lengths deeper into a turn before they have to use the brakes because they're that good. Uh, That used to be the thing that you heard drivers and teams talking about constantly before a Martinsville race was the brake package and are we going to wear them out i i really don't think that's going to be a big concern at martinsville uh, i think with this new car and the brakes that they have on it i don't think we're going to be talking about that a lot well i hope they still glow red because it's going to be saturday night and that's so cool when those brakes are red red hot you I, th- I think you'll probably be uh i think you'll be okay with that <laughs> yeah. i think I, th- I think we'll see some you know like horror movie glowing type <laughs> Uh, but hey, uh, NASCAR Hall of Fame nominees are announced. Yep, the uh, modern era ballot. The drivers that have been, or most of these are drivers that have been announced that we get to vote on later on. Neil Bonnet, Tim Brewer, Jeff Burton, Carl Edwards, Harry Gant, Harry Hyde, Matt Kenseth, who should get in. Uh, mm. Matt's won a title, two Daytona 500s, and won 39 races. He ought to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Larry Phillips, Ricky Rudd, Kurt Shelmerdine, who won four championships as a crew chief for Earnhardt. And for the Pioneer ballot, the the because the, they call it that because old-timers ballot right. didn't, didn't sound as good. <laughs> yeah, pioneers, uh, I like it. <laughs> my Pioneer. Anyway, Sam Art, A.J. Fort, Banjo Matthews, Herschel McGriff, and Ralph Moody are on that. So we'll see how all of that comes down. And they'll, they only three people get in one from the pioneer ballot and two from the modern era ballot. Okay. So it's always interesting to see who makes the cut. This will be Kansas first year on the ballot. Uh-huh. And I, I feel pretty good that he'll be a first ballot hall of famer. All right. Good deal, Doug. All right, buddy. We appreciate you, man. Will you have a great weekend? We'll catch up next week. All right, fellas. Thanks a lot. By the way, Auto Fair at Charlotte Motor Speedway starts today. Scott Cooper made me say that. (laughs) And thank you for letting Coop use your studio. (laughs) He said you were hiding in there with a... 
lights off and the curtains drawn. But and, and I told him, no, don't be ridiculous. That's how everybody does when you're coming around. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for reminding me. All, right. All right, Doug. Thank you, buddy. All right, guys. All right, man. You can follow Doug on Twitter at Riceman61. All right, Billy, let's play this current events quiz. What are we dealing with? A look at romance Disney style. All right. 1-800-BIG-SHOW. You told free line. Take C and win. We play next. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 join us march 20th live from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring an unforgettable performance by grammy and academy award-winning singer songwriter and composer john batiste the all-new infinity qx80 is unlike any luxury suv you've ever seen Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Big Show on the radio, rolling through your Thursday. Tell about this Red Max prize pack playing for right now. It's a hat, t-shirt, koozie, more cool swag. Red Max makes the best trimmers and blowers. Now they make commercial zero-turn mowers. With a two-year unlimited hours warning, Kawasaki engines, and heavy-duty fabricated deck mow like a pro with Red Max. Click on the link when you go to thebigshow.com. For your daily visit and our video of the day, can we pet the warthog? <laughs> All right, girl, we ready? Ready? Okay! Comb your hair and take a whiz. It's time for the current event quiz. Taste Hey, let's say hey to Paul from Danville, Virginia. Good morning, Paul. How do you do? <laughs> no coffee, How tea, or punch. You thank do? you. <laughs> How do you do, Mrs. Wally? Does he say anything else? 
<laughs> All right, Paul. Glad you're in here, buddy. Relax. Listen to Billy and Wind. Well, if you're an unattached Disney fan that's looking for a date or maybe something more, why not join Mouse Mingle? <laughs> it's a matchmaking and social site created especially for fans of Disney and their associated brands like Star Wars and Marvel. Mouse Mingle matches up Disney superfans with a guy or a gal who also dreams of romance in the world of imagination originally created by the mind of Walt Disney. The group connects Disney lovers with a dating introduction service and hosts lots of meetups and special events at Disney theme parks. Mouse Mingle is the only dating service where, A, you know a ton about your date's personality even before you meet, B, you're guaranteed to agree on where to spend your next vacation. Or C, if you meet somebody that's totally goofy, that's a good thing. <laughs> uh, boys, I'm going to take C. Yeah, I knew he had more going on than we could tell. <laughs> Not a lot, but you know he can still hear you, right? Oh, Hey, Paul, my fellow Mayberryan, congratulations, that buddy. Big old Red Max prize pack heading up to Danville for you. Uh, fantastic. So instead of a shout-out, can I make a request? Well, sure, you can. Okay, I wanted to ask if all of the oldies and classic rock stations uh, within the vast John Boy and Billy radio network uh-huh. um, would, pl- would play the number one pop single on the Billboard Hot 100 um, for late 1969, uh, "Na Na Hey Hey, Kiss Him Goodbye" by Steam, right? And that goes out. Um, that goes out to former Duke men's basketball coach Mike Shashevsky. <laughs> I knew there was something. Yeah. Behind this. <laughs> you, know, you know, we used to sing that when I was in high school and mm. playing when the when the other team when the fans were starting if the yeah. game was pretty much out of hand, right. the fans would start going. We, we would all sing that. Mm. And I always thought, well, well, that's kind of mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so is that where you learned how to be mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, it, was, it was school. <laughs> That's how he learned to not let it bother him. Yeah. Yeah. Goodbye. So, uh, well, Paul, I got to ask, uh, are you a North Carolina fan? Uh, yes. All right. Well, yeah. Well, Kansas, doggone it. Come back and beat them, didn't they? So, all right, you Duke fans, you got that to hold over Paul's head. Congratulations. <laughs> all right, it evens out here. Y'all have a great day. Thank you. <laughs> Bottom of the hour, top of your news. 20 minutes away, a brand new top 10 list. The bonus one right on the other side. Big show on the radio. Well, we're looking at a little over 30 minutes. We'll have us uh, some entertainment news. Dinner. She's tracking the fallout from the Oscars. And what a great time to give you this bonus top 10 list. Billy? Today's top 10 list the top 10 upcoming movies that probably won't get nominated for an Oscar <laughs> next year. Right. Number 10. 
Lady Gaga Land. <laughs> Number nine, the Ego Batman movie. Number eight, Octobusey. <laughs> Number seven, Fifty Shades of Gay. Number six, Captain America Civil War reenactor. Number five, my big fat geek squad wedding. Number four, Harry Potter comes down with Hogwarts. Number three, Teenage Mutant Ninja Medea. Number two, Mr. Hansen's Home for Peculiar Children. And the number one movie that won't be up for an Oscar, Jerry Jones's Baby. <laughs> Thanks for saving us some time next year. Good morning. It's a big show on the radio rolling through your Thursday, April the 7th. All right, here we go. It's time for our annual recap of Bad Thinking by the Prom Committee. <laughs> here we go. The top 10 rejected junior-senior prom themes of the year. Number 10, enchantment just under the legal limit. <laughs> Number 9, buttons and bows and Instagram hose. <laughs> Number eight, drop it like it's AP calculus. <laughs> Number seven, who wants to make out with Pete Davidson? <laughs> Number six, white men can't twerk. <laughs> Number five, Will Smith just slapped the bleep out of me. <laughs> Number four, between two weed dealers with Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> Number three, we shall not pass this way again, except for the really depressing reunion in about ten years. Number two, Jackass presents Drunk Chaperone. And the number one rejected prom theme, Safety School, Here We Come! Good morning, everybody. More big show to come. Hang where you are. Yo, what's up? <laughs> this is Ike. And for all the 411 you need on all things redneck, <laughs> just check out my two favorite crackers, John Bro and Bidley, right here on the big show. I'd listen to something else, my own self, but white boy Patrick done broke off the knob in the Cadillac. <laughs> Patrick! Never mind. Peace out. Good morning, it's a big show on the radio. 
Thursday, April the 7th. If you're having a birthday today, you're sharing one with Russell Crowe. The actor is 58 years old today. Mm-hmm. Boxer Buster Douglas is 62. Guitarist Mick Abrahams from Jethro Tall is 79. He's sitting on a park bench. <laughs> Snot running down his nose. <laughs> And our grilling sauce aficionado, Carl the Cook. His boy, Austin Lewis, is having a birthday today. Austin is 26 years old. Ouch. Yeah, man, <laughs> I know. You know, that. He's just a baby. Carl's boy, 26. So, happy birthday, Austin. Looking forward to taking you duck hunting next season. Again, yeah, Austin. You've become quite a quite a nice yeah. uh, shot over and the I years. Know he's kind of fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Dunk Camp, Jack. You'll be a hit. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know, might have to go through Carl on that one. So, in the meantime, happy birthday, well, Austin. Let me just say what we're all thinking. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Entertainment News in Minutes. Big Show rolls on. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, we play Wordy Word. The winner gets bragging rights in a liquid performance automotive cleaning and detailing kit in that reusable John Boyne Billy bucket. You get all your products from Liquid Performance at your local Napa Auto Parts stores. You can also click on the link at thebigshow.com, enter code JBB at checkout, and get 20% off all products. Hang on, we'll play for it in minutes. But right now, it's time for Tater Tainment News. Here's our girl, Marcy Tater Moran. Hey, fellas. Hey, baby. So the Grammys happened over the weekend. I heard that. Did you? And it was very... Uneventful compared no, to the Oscars no, well, the weekend wait. before. <laughs> yeah, I reckon so. I Nobody mean, there was no boxing, up. no slapping, no MMA fighting. It was just, eh, just there. <laughs> and nobody who's hearing you right now knows anybody except the Foo Fighters. I'm guessing. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I could tell you some of the, you know, right. some of the highlights like Doja Cat. Doja Cat, and all right? She was late picking up her award mm. uh, uh, for uh, best pop performance mm. because she was teeing in the ladies' room. <laughs> well, Dozier, Dozier, what? Doja Cat. Doja is like a Doja, like a bulldozer. No, no like a D O J A. What does that mean? Don't know. Uh, so Probably means don't know. It doesn't have to be anything. Me. It's Those the Grammys. <laughs> I mean, who gets up and takes a leak before the event that you're like nominated <laughs> you really for? You've go. done it right before Tainertainment, and we've had to wait. That's yeah, true. You said, I'll be right back. Hold yeah. on. But there's no award for Remember it. Remember that time I did it, and I had the mic on, and was in the bathroom, <laughs> and it was live? <laughs> like it was yesterday. Thanks. Let's move on. It was like the Naked Gun Live. <laughs> I still hear the song in my head. (laughs) That's so so John Boy. Also, the Ukraine president uh, showed up, or by you know Zoom or pre-taped, and and gave his. uh, He's very popular now. Yeah, he gave his uh, plea to the nation. Mm. Uh Um, All right, so let's just look at the the winners. Record of the year. We'll start right there. Was uh, "Leave the Door Open" by Silk Sonic. Oh, Oh, Silk Sonic. By Silk Sonic. Album of the year <laughs> went to John Batiste for We Are. Ah, Batiste. Yeah. Batiste. Uh, Song of the Year, Songwriters Award, went Baby to Baby Shark. Leave the Door Open. <laughs> and uh, Silk Sonic, that is, I think, uh, Bruno Mars. 
Oh, Durst right, right, right. And, yeah, uh, Christopher Brody Brown and Brandon Anderson. All right, uh, best new uh, artist. Kind, to, kind of like this era of the traveling Wilburys. Sort of like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Who? I got <laughs> George Harrison, Roy Orbison, uh, Jeff just Lynn, trying to make people think she's Bob Dylan. Dylan. Yeah. yeah, you know, back when there was, you know, really some good music. Oh, I don't there. know. Mm. You just haven't listened. See, if you would have listened to. Okay. There's uh, still a lot of traveling, but not as many Wilburys. <laughs> <laughs> best new artist went to Olivia, Olivia Rodrigo. Mm. And her album is just kind of a little bit of a teenage angst. A lot of breakup uh, songs. Right? Uh. Her driver's license song is very popular among the kids, Ed. I'm going to get my driver's license. No, no, but no. that, you know, it's a good try. It's a good try. Yeah, a lot of kids uh, don't even get excited about the driver's yeah, license. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I want an Uber. Mm. I can't wait to get my Uber app. Um, let's see. Best pop solo performance went to Oliva Rodrigo for driver's license. Best pop mm. duo, Kiss Me More by Doja Cat. Told you that. Uh, best traditional pop vocal album went to Love for Sale by Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. How about that? Yeah. Now, those two that? names most people probably heard before. <laughs> yeah. Now, Tony, Tony It's Tony, a weird combination, but they're together. They are really, yeah. Uh, Tony is in late stages of Alzheimer's, but uh-huh. he, he was at the Grammys and was able to introduce Lady Gaga, That's awesome. who did a medley of their songs. And I have heard her say, because oh, she's right. done a lot of work and, and done some concerts with him, that, yeah. you know, when he's singing, he's still Tony right Bennett, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. Really cool. Um, let's see. Be- best pop vocal album again went to Olivia, Olivia Rodrigo for mm. "Sour." See the teen angst. You see the thing yeah. in there. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, dance, electrical sour. music. I don't think you want to know that. Okay, best rock performance. Yes, All went right. to the Foo Fighters. Thank you. All right, finally. Best metal performance went to Dream Theater for "The Alien." Uh, Dream best Theater. rock song, Songwriters Award. Went to Dave Grohl, t- uh, went to the Foo Fighters uh-huh. uh, for Waiting on a War. Mm. And Best Rock Album went to the Foo Fighters mm. for Medicine at Midnight. Uh-huh. All right. All right. And, uh, R&B, yeah, country, country, country. Interested in Best Country Solo uh, Album? Which country? Okay, <laughs> our country. <laughs> uh, best Country Solo Performance went to Chris Stapleton. All right. Oh, okay. He's, He's good. good. Yeah, yeah. Best Country Duo went to Brothers Osborne. Mm-hmm. Best Country Song went to Dave Cobb, JT Cure, Derek Mixon, and Chris Stapleton for Cold. Uh-huh. Okay. Have you heard that on your station uh-huh. that you like? Okay. Uh, and Best Country Album went to Chris Stapleton. Ta-da. All right. All right. So, Will Smith. Yeah, did y'all what's hear? Will? Did you hear he resigned from the Academy? I yes. did hear that. So did he you kind of, they asked for his resignation? Or did he offer it? He offered it. The, okay. the Academy was doing disciplinary proceedings, mm. and it kind of preempted him to just go ahead and quit. Right. This, mm. the, uh, the, their proceedings could have led to Will being suspended or expulsion of up to 10 years. Mm. So he yeah. just went ahead and, and he quit. And a quote uh, last Friday, My actions at the 94th Academy Awards presentation were shocking, painful, and inexcusable. So I am resigning from membership in the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences and will accept any further consequences the board deems appropriate. Okay. Said, deadline. Yo home, smell you later. <laughs> so <laughs> that will be punishment enough. Go home with Jada. <laughs> so 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 quitting, what that means for him hmm. is he may not vote for the Oscars as he has since two thousand one. Right. But if you count on um, him to fix everything, that's over. Uh-huh. Now he will keep his best actor award. Mm-hmm. He may be nominated at future Oscars and the Academy can invite him to ceremonies like next year when the Best Actor presents 
to the new Best Actress. So, so, so he can still work and make movies it's and all that. Possible. And if he gets nominated, well, he can come and. You know, there were some critics uh, that I was award. watching lately that said, you know, he has several. Uh, projects either in you know that are ready to be released mm-hmm. or that he's you know waiting to do, yeah. and they're like that's where you're going to see. So it's really, really the, his punishment. He got he. This is great for him. I mean, he gets to still do all the stuff, but he doesn't have to pay the dues. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Ooh, I didn't look at it like that. Um, but yeah, they don't. They don't know what his box office. He can probably afford it. Yeah. Plus, I he's going to so, be yeah. saving money on <laughs> on hair care products for his wife. Hey, give that to Chris Rock, dude. <laughs> Too, Too soon. soon. <laughs> um, yes. Um, Bruce Willis is actually stepping away yeah, from acting. Uh, he's been diagnosed with uh, euphasia, and it's a cognitive condition that uh, leaves him unable to speak or understand speech. Wow, yeah, it's mm-hmm. a so, bad thing. It, hap- it follows a lot of people who have strokes. Uh-huh. But, yeah. I mean, but I, when I read that story, I thought the first thing I thought was. Now I understand why he's been cranking out these yes. stinker movies. I right. mean, one right after another. And and um, you know, I also read that euphasia is also more of a symptom to other diseases because you uh-huh. will see some autist- autistic children with euphasia and 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 other maybe brain injuries with uh-huh. it. And so, um, but they're they're saying that his is a cognitive condition. Don't know uh, if there's an, another outlying disease. Um, and like you said, he must have known for some time that uh, his acting career was ending because in the last two years, he has made 15 straight-to-video movies, yeah. wow. and seven have yet to be released. And if you go on his IMDb page, because I did the other day, it's like, he, you cannot believe how many things. Says right at the top, they have the stuff yeah. that's in pro, post-production. Long list of stuff yeah. that's in post-production uh-huh. right now. And some of them, he was the the only thing that you mm. would have watched right. the movie for. Right. I mean, they're the, just not up to his standards. But now, so, so, now. so now it's bad. He can't. He can't. Yeah, his family. His family stop. released that. Um, you know, he he's been experiencing these health issues, and it's impacted his cognitive abilities okay. and mm. so as a result he's he's stepping away i guess before mm-hmm. me because well showbiz 411 reported that the movies that he did were were forgettable yeah. and um he worked for only a week at a time during the last two years uh film crews according to showbiz 411 film crews said they fed him speaking lines through an earpiece yeah. mm-hmm. and oh. that directors hired stunt and acting doubles and for one movie in particular most of bruce's scenes were were shot from behind him so that they mm. could uh, make dubbing the dialogue easier. Okay. So they were really working with him for these last Man. few years. Always liked him. I liked him from the very first show, Moonlighting. Remember yeah. that TV show? Yep. yep. Just had I a cool swagger. Yeah, so I guess this is retirement at okay. uh, 67 hey, years Hey, speaking old. of retirement, have you got anything on the thing about Jim Carrey? Oh, oh, I just just from from memory mm-hmm. <laughs> is that Jim Carrey was just kind of like I've done it all. You've so seen no. me. Well, no, I mean, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> well, no, and well, that maybe. he's requiring. What, what do you know? That well, Billy is second string on Entertainment News. Well, well, I wouldn't call him that. Yeah, yeah, I'm like I'm like the stand-in no. on, at, at the Broadway show. Yeah. But what 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 did you what do that you know? Basically, about? he said if something comes down out of the heaven that's written on a scroll in golden ink and all that kind of stuff, <laughs> I might think about it. But he said, I basically think I'm done. I'm done. Huh. And then, of course, immediately, he immediately signed up for two more Sonic the Hedgehog movies. Cause <laughs> you don't have to do any acting for those. So. <laughs> I mean, he's really fed up with Hollywood. <laughs> Jim Carrey really <laughs> is. So. Thank right. you, Billy. Yep. All right. We'll get a report, you crazy kids. All right. All right. Whatever. Well, let's get us a winner. Let's play Wordy Word. Here we go. 1-800-BIG-SHOW-YOU-TOLL-FREE-LINE. We'll get a couple contestants and play next. 
Good morning. This is Big Show on the radio rolling through you Thursday. Our video of the day brought to you by Charlotte Motor Speedway and the Coca-Cola 600 Sunday, May 29th. Can we pet the warthog? Well, no, check nothing, it out and find out. Nothing good could come up after that's been asked. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Uh, see it for yourself at thebigshow.com. And you can check out my weekly Wonderful Things giveaway right there at thebigshow.com as well. Not everything there needs to be petted either, by the way. <laughs> well, now's the winner tomorrow about this time. But right now... I went everybody's head about the bird. Let's play the wordy word and a wordy word. Let's meet the contestants. Well, we got a husband and a wife playing this morning. It's Jenny and Jason from Cincinnati, Ohio. Good morning, Jenny. Good morning, Cowboy. Yeah, good morning, Jason. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, all right. Y'all welcome. Good. I like when we got husband and wives going for it. Jason, you're on team Tater and Randy and Jenny on the John Boy and Billy side. Okay. Hey. All right. Well, let's see what we can do then. Me and Jenny will go for the first 30 seconds. All right. Jason, relaxing. You ready, Jenny? I am. All right. Start the clock. Now, if you get a bad cut, you got to go get blanks in it. You sew it up. I'm with, sorry? You, you sew up a bad cut with this. The doctor gives you... Oh, stitches. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. At night before you go to bed, get on your knees and... Pray. Yeah. All right. Uh, throw the ball and I'll blank it. Catch. Yeah. All right. I just said it. I catch you... So. Yeah. All right. You go to the hospital. You get an by a surgeon and we put a four on the board there. Jenny, good work. And now Jason and Tater for their round one. Ready, Jason? Yes, sir. And go. What are they, what are they doing to you? You're having a what? Operation. Yes, sir. Uh, this is uh, not an octopus. But uh, calamari's made from it. A squid. Yes, sir. Uh, it's really it's really cold outside. Put on your winter coat. Uh-huh. Uh, you might uh, put a pot on the blank and boil water. So you uh, flex this in your arm muscle. And uh, this is round and has pepperoni on it. <laughs> Pizza. You you you, 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 you light up my lies. <laughs> Jenny, Jason, <laughs> and Tater, we're pretty good together on this. A pretty six. good. We were smoking. <laughs> six on the board. Good take the lead by two. All right, here we go. Jenny and Billy. Are you ready, Jenny? I am. And go. Bambi's this kind of animal. Deer. Yeah. There you go. Uh, they sing, and they have wings, and they live in heaven, and they have halos over their heads. Angel. What are they? Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, saltine blanks. You might eat them with salt. Crackers. Yeah. Yep. Uh, this is the joint in the middle of your arm. Elbow? Yeah. Yep. There you go. Uh, let's see. If you want to have a lot of money when you retire, you need to start doing this now. 401 k Retirement 401k. Yeah, 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 same, same. All right. Well, you didn't put a five on that four. Total of nine for Jenny. So Jason and Randy. <laughs> oh, we can do it. Yeah, three will tie. Four will win. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Tyler? Sorry. Andy and I were having a moment. <laughs> okay. All right, Jason, you ready? Yes, sir. And go. It's another word for the center. 
It's it's uh, if you if you have a brother who's older and a and a brother who's younger, you are the what child. You are the what child? A uh, middle. Yes. Middle. All right. You eat your dinner with this, not a spoon, but fork. Yep. Uh, so if you win the big competition, you win this medal thing that it's uh, it's like a prize. Trophy. Yeah, that's right. Tied up. All right, so you can hear it ticking right now. It's a stopwatch. Clock. It's a, it's a stopwatch. It's the type of... Ah! Oh, no. oh. What we got, y'all, is a tie game. We go to overtime. Extra 30 seconds to determine the winner. Let's uh, keep it going the way we start with. All right, me and Jenny are going to go for an extra 30 seconds right here. All right, Jenny, are you ready, baby? I am. Now, you're picking up on that last one, so think about all those clues that Randy gave <laughs> and your stupid old husband didn't get. <laughs> Oh, wow. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> All right, here we go, Jenny. Start the clock now. It's three minutes. It's an egg. Timer. Yes. All right. If you go out and decide in the summer, put on lotion so you don't get a... Suburb. Yeah. All right. This is another name for a fiddle. A fancy fiddle is a... In the orchestra, you play it. You put on your shoulder. What? Uh, no, you put on your... Violin. Sh- Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Myrtle Blank, South Carolina. Beach. Yeah. Beach. All right, put this on an envelope to mail your letter. A. Step. Yeah. All Step. right. Good work, baby. We put a five on the board there. So let's see what happens with Jason and Tater. We'll go for the round one. That's what we're doing. Don't give us a choice. Okay. Yeah, we go in orders like that. Okay. All right, Jason, are you ready? Yes, I am. And five more times, by the uh-huh. way. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Ready? Go! It comes from a cow and you drink it. Milk. This is, uh, you drink through this with like a soda or something. It goes up. Pearl. Yep. Uh, you leave this at for good uh, waitress, for a good service. You leave a... Yep. And uh, you, uh, track runners will jump over these. Hurdles. Um, you wear this because it's covid Mask. You uh, put your flowers in one of these, a glass. Vase. Oh, vase for the win. That did it. Six to five in overtime. Don't got it. I'm sorry, Jenny, but that felt good. (laughs) You (laughs) lied. All right. All right. The hubby wins this time. The liquid performance. Uh, stuff the John Boy and Billy Bucket. Jenny, make him put it on his head. You think better. With that. <laughs> his picture's on it, and he's not even excited. Yeah. Uh, y'all, we appreciate y'all listening and playing with us. Hope y'all have a great day that was and a fun. wonderful life together. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Good morning. Got the big show on the radio. Time for the classic bit request of the morning. Uh, I think, think this was a wordy word winner for a while back. Want to make a request. We said we'd get to it, and here we are. Brian Hobbs from Evington, Virginia. This is you, Brian. He wants to hear some grumpy old man. All right, you got it. Coming up next. Show on the radio, Brian Hobbs from Evington, Virginia, a fan of the grumpy old man. Here we go. Ah, 
flippity flu. I'm old and I hate Pokemon Go. <laughs> In my day, we didn't have no time wasting, brain rotten, fantasy chasing, moron fascinating, nerd arousing, loser delighting, technological turd squirting nonsense. <laughs> If we had a mind to wander around capturing ugly, little, misshapen, deformed freaks with stupid names, we didn't need a cellie phone. We did it the easy way. We went to a family reunion. <laughs> oh, it's finally here. The glorious age of stupidity is upon us. Instead of creating important stuff like flying cars and women who don't talk, <laughs> These geniuses had to use their college-educated brains to make Pokemon Go. They should have made Workymon Go. Where those fat, pasty-faced losers finally crawled out of their parents' root cellar to walk around looking for a damn job. And ward off type 2 diabetes at the same time. I'm looking for Pikachu. <laughs> you should look in the mirror and take a peek at you being a worthless sack of crap. <laughs> Can you believe it? Grown men risking life and limb to go hunting critters that you can't even eat once you catch them. Huge herds of morons trampling each other to catch a fat yellow monkey cat on their damn phone. <laughs> Wish they'd put the most important Pokemon someplace where it would do some good, like about 10 feet off of the edge of a cliff. <laughs> Pokemon Go. Bah! More like Pokemon Go screw yourself. In my day, the only Pokemon you got was when your cellmate was a Jamaican guy. <laughs> No, we used to play real games that didn't cost us nothing but our human dignity. Games like, what's your mom way? <laughs> and swallow the road apple. <laughs> Booger stacking. And farting in the oatmeal. And is your sister 14 yet? <laughs> but no game was more popular and more dangerous than paint your ass red and moon the bull. <laughs> It all started one day when Rusty Puss Mutton sat in the red paint while we was painting the barn. Why he was doing it naked is still a mystery, but there he was. <laughs> Buck naked with a big red hind end. He was walking down to the swimming hole to wash it off when old Percy the Bull seen him. Percy was half crazy with cow syphilis, and it didn't help that one of his horns had curled around and slowly grown into the side of his head and through his brain. And when he saw Rusty's red butt, he popped a spring. Rusty was pretty agile and managed to keep from getting skewered. But before long, we were all doing it. But we were slow and stupid because we'd been inbred for generations. And Percy gored us and stacked us like cordwood, stringing our guts like hillbilly bungee cords and kicking our empty stupid grinning skulls around the field like a cousin-loving soccer ball. Whoop-dee-ding-dang-doodle-poodle, look at me. I'm an ignorant hillbilly taunting a mentally challenged bull with VD to use my butt for target practice, slinging us around by our guts like a Filipino yo-yo master. <laughs> Whoopee! I'm a human shish kebab. All hail Charles Darwin. And we 
liked it. We loved it. The closest thing we had to Pokemon was when crazy old Brewster McTinnipple caught a leprechaun copping a squat behind old lady Fleetman's barn. The little fella's name was Finnegan oh shut your hole <laughs> and he was a pistol old Tinny led him around on a leash looking for his pot of gold we all told him he was full of the hooey that it was just a knobby little munchkin with Lucille Ball's hairdo <laughs> but he swore to all that was holy that it was a leprechaun and sure enough two days later that little goomer took him straight to that pot of gold and once Tinny had the gold, he didn't need Finnegan no more and turned him loose. But it seemed Finnegan wasn't too keen about giving his golden nest egg to some half-wit hayseed and took after him with a shillelagh. <laughs> Tinny picked up an axe and cleaved that little red-headed maniac clean in two. But those two halves turned into two leprechauns. <laughs> Tinny kept chopping and the leprechauns kept a multiplying. Tinny was outnumbered. And before long, they tore him to pieces, tootly, tootly, tooling as they did it. <laughs> Fearing retribution for their massacre, 300 bloodthirsty leprechauns roamed the countryside, rending us all limb from limb, feasting on our entrails, and our bloodlines went extinct, and all that was left of us to be remembered were tightly coiled piles of leprechaun duty. Yahoo! Wahoo! <laughs> Yoo-hoo! Howdy! Look at me! I'm a gold-crazy leprechaun murdering nitwit. <laughs> Setting up everyone to be a sawed-off cannibal buffet. Going to my eternal reward through the colon of a mythological midget. Laid to rest next to a pile of poodle poop. Glory hallelujah, what a wonderful world. Ah, buffalo flop. I hate Pokemon Go. <laughs> Here for a few more minutes. Couple reminders. I'll find John Boy and Billy's Southern Sweet Tea in the tea aisle at your local food line store. If it ain't there, tell the manager you sure would like some. Think you got it in the warehouse. And then Google where their nearest warehouse right, is. No, right, I'm just kidding. Right. You don't have to go through all that. Do <laughs> it up here. And say, okay. So tomorrow. In the last hour of the big show, when we award John Boy's weekly stuff from our online giveaway, quick reminder, giveaway number 23, an appreciation plaque presented to John Boy and Billy for promoting the 05 Mayberry comes to Coco, Florida. We had a contestant doing the How Do You Do Mrs. Wiley earlier. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be great. The man from Danville, Virginia. So I'm sure he's qualified for that. <laughs> Also, we got an official key to the city of Orlando, Florida, presented by the former mayor, Glenda Hood. She was mayor of Orlando from 99 to 05 before coming the 25th Secretary of State for Florida. So if uh, if you know Glenda, tell her John Boy is passing on his key 
to Orlando, Florida. I'm sure she changed the locks before she left. You see, Tater, this is how you fill for time. You see? Uh, make somebody happy that has a low threshold of happiness. That's what we're here for. And That's I think we've achieved that today uh, during the show. Anything you miss, it's all coming next on the John Boy Billis Late Risers podcast, the entire big show truncated for your listening pleasure wherever you get your podcast or thebigshow.com broadcast ending right now clear it away take it minute bitbox is here download your favorite big show bits 99 cents each 15 for 9.99 buy them once play them anywhere find your faves at thebigshow.com anytime is the perfect time for john boy and billy southern sweet tea y'all stock up at food lion or your favorite store Order JBB stuff by phone, 800 471 stuff. Online services by anime.com. Hi, right, y'all. Hope you have a great rest of your Thursday. Hey, man, we're going to be celebrating Friday. Kick it off early in the morning. We love you and we mean it. I never realized how annoying it was to take care of drunk people. <laughs> Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.